Welcome to Driving Your Homer. I'm Wayne Carter, and I'm uh, what's, what's, what, am I, what am I doing? Spirit Animal. Oh God! Oh, I've already failed. My take two. Okay, hi, and welcome to Driving Your Homer. I'm Wayne Carter, and today my spirit animal is my aunt Linda, or Sheila, or Meryl. I've forgotten <laughs> their name, but you know what? She's got muddy stumps, and she's ready to go. <laughs> And I'm Sam Lake, and my spirit animal today is TV dietitian Gillian McKeith. Do you mind if I open this Tupperware box? (laughs) (laughs) And hi, my name is Poppycock, and my spirit animal is Copper Cab, because gingers have souls too. And before we get into driving you home, Obi... Radio show. It, yes, yeah. it is that. A radio show where we waffle... Queer nonsense. nonsense! Queer nonsense! Yay! Before we do that, I thought we'd do Quote of the Gay. Uh, Olivia, could you do uh, Quote of the Gay for me, please? Doesn't expecting the unexpectedly unexpected expected. Mm. Did you get that? I don't understand the segment we just did. Don't you under... So what was it? Unexpected, respected... Doesn't unex doesn't expecting the unexpected make the unexpected expected? Who who said that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, queen of the gay, driving you home, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? I don't know. Where's this jingle come from? <laughs> don't question it. Embrace I, it. <laughs> I, I mean, I have to. I can't stop it. <laughs> do, 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 do. Go on, sing the thing. Driving you home. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Now we're here. <laughs> Great. Delighted and excited. For the twos and twos of people that are listening, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Back on Driving Home. I'm Wayne Carter. Sam Lake is also here. And Poppy Cook. Bonjour. Okay, we're foreign now. Oh, Francais. She's continental. Parlez-vous anglais? Because like otherwise. Ooh. Yes. Panini. Wrong one. <laughs> Don't judge me. That's basically what this show is. It's just an hour of people <laughs> judging you. I mean, where's the lie? Now, uh, speaking of people who don't judge me, um, I ran into, and I need to give them a shout out before I forget. Uh, you know how we have singular Swedish listener, huge single. We have a we have a big demographic of listeners very in big Sweden. in Stockholm. Mm, uh, jag är elskadig. Jag elskadig. Yeah, yeah. I can say little breadcrumb in Swedish. Oh, tak, lilla smula. I know her. <laughs> Like a trap there. Like a yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> like a low calorie. A, a breadcrumb yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of low calorie breadcrumb yogurts, <laughs> Amanda and Simona, who I met at a drag competition, who are Swedish and were on holiday, I wanted to give a shout out to them. So if you're listening, Amanda and Simona, hello and thank you so much for listening. Hello. I remember you and you were lovely. Um, and so there we go. We have now three. That's right. Not eins, not zwei, but dry. Because that's German, yes. and that's close enough to Sweden. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure, I don't sure. know. Do, 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 I, I don't know. Toi en français. Yeah. Satu uh, do a tigger in um, Indonesian. Satu do a tigger. I'm just being told in the studio <laughs> that you can't use that word. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Satu is offensive. I apologize. Uh, so uh, speaking, I did. I did mention that I. Was in a drone competition on the way. Oh, I, did, I didn't actually catch you that, so probably. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> okay, where? There have been questions. Yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I'm on a journey. Yeah, you're on a journey. I've doing got singular Luke. You're a moi. I'm a moi. I'm She's a makeup, an MUA now. Makeup artist. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. artiste. I'm hashtag from London, and that's about it. That's all I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we left last week's show, when we talked about absolute nonsense for 40 minutes and then about 10 minutes of news. I think it was all very valid points. I mean, very valid. Yeah. But we both were doing a competition. You did a competition, I did a competition. Yeah. Sam Lake, would you like to talk about your competition and how well, or not well, you did? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for bringing this up because in an unplanned fall from grace, I didn't win a competition. You know who did win, though? Mm. Katie Pritchard. Who was amazing. You know how I know this? Because she stayed over my house that night. Really? Yeah. She yeah. Came, like so, um, my flatmates who are also performers as well, they were like, "Oh, do you mind if Katie Pritchard stays on our couch?" And I was like, well, "I don't know if there's going to be space for her." Cut to, she's a really short girl, so oh, she she's had, tiny. She, yes. had, she had ample space, um, and I was like, oh, "I guess I can meet her and see her and say with the award." And was like, "Look at what I've got!" And I was like, "Aha! I can't wait to rub this in Sam Lake's face." Uh, so, and here we the reward to the uh, uh, so really she was amazing. She came second. Not surprised. Yeah, two successful women, 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 women. Yes. Speaking of women. Oh, I, I thought we were going to talk about Gemma Collins, but Poppycock is probably more appropriate. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. On winning... Uh, oh, uh, 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 good. No, to English. Uh, best New Cabaret Act at the Boys Awards. Yeah. Which is fun. Congratulations. Insert round of applause. I'm reclaiming. Basically, I just want <laughs> my entire family to vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could have done that. My family would have been like, meh. Okay, good luck I'm pretty with sure that. that's what Olivia Coleman did to win her Oscar. Oh my good! Can that we talk about speech. the Oscars? We can. Let's go. There are two, I know you two have things. Been, I know. I know. I have a strong things. feeling about these things, mm-hmm. and I will not back down on my feelings. Two things. Yeah. Billy Porter. The dress. Mm. I mean, I mean. But he, I don't know if you guys noticed this mm. when when they were walking down the room. Blank clothes. That's actually. <laughs> oh. I love that. Oh, and, they, and, they, and, and then she just, just like that, like backhead, like it's like I can't even believe. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was gagged. Because she was gagged. But yeah. when uh, they were walking down the runway, I was like, runway, runway. That's a man. Wait a that second. Was a man. Is Billy Porter is a man in a dress. I mean. Rumours, but I'm pretty sure. Like I've seen a few men. So for those playing the home game who haven't seen Billy Porter or the dress, um, it is uh, a tuxedo on the top and then a big flowy gown, black mm. on the bottom. And uh, he was playing with masculine and feminine, and he was uh, saying how he enjoys or likes to dabble in the masculine and feminine and and uh, go against the convention and go against the norm and do whatever he wants to do. Like, he, just like this whole season, hmm. like that pink cape. When he, when he wore the, the grey suit that had the, the cape with the like fuchsia lining. Where mm. was that? Uh, at an awards ceremony. But not <laughs> the Oscars? Not the Oscars. Then I don't care. Like for this whole, but like I said this whole season, like he's mm. just been like smashing it. Mm. He is smashing. Bringing yeah. He's being Luke's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Tia Coffee, good gal pal of the show, yeah. has told me I'm not allowed to say Luke. How ha- come? Because I've only done two or three makeup looks. I have to wait until I've done seven. Right. Seven, and then I can have a Luke. Okay. So I am only, I'm at Luke, I'm at look stage, not Luke. Can you talk us through the looks that you have done? Won't Uh, take you long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of them, there's there's a high lip uh, with a clown focus. Thank you for noticing. Um, A high lip? Uh, It's a high lip. To the nose. (laughs) (laughs) A hair lip. (laughs) 
I didn't mean to. I slipped. I slipped and fell on my slip stick. Lipstick. Oh, God. I slip sticked. Yeah, and then I've got a bob wig. That, um, a a bob. bob wig? Yeah. Yeah. Bobbity bob. Wait, it's a side show. No, I'm. No, I'm. What are they called? What are they called? Fringe. I want to see. It's not one of those. I want to see the manager bobs, right? Yeah. It's It's like, did someone say get me a discount? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. Because I was just like, I'm not gluing down my brows yet. So Mm. I was just like, how can I hide my brows while also doing a drag look? Does that count as like a new look? Well, like I glue down my eyebrows. <laughs> that's going to be my third look. Okay. That's going to be. Right. I'm gluing down my brows. That's a third look. Will you glue down your tash as well? I probably will not do that. Right. Thank you for noticing. Okay. I want to be a little bit more, you know, unconventional. Mm. There were bit of queens out there, and I was like, bit of queens. That's so 2018. Just um, a tash. I'm going to go tash ta- queen. I'm a tash queen. Yeah. Mm. Ladies Sexual and gentlemen. predator and a drag queen. I mean, two in one. <laughs> I'm a double threat. You could do like a drag a version. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just a threat. I'm just a threat. I'm coming for you. Um, uh, no, congratulations on winning Boys Award. Uh, like, I know some people will say um, it wasn't deserving because you're a terrible human, but ah. not here. Not here. No, she, like, when I first met her, like, the trajectory of success that she has had mm. has been nigh on phenomenal. And I have so much time and love and respect for you. Oh, so well you. done. I'll come again. This is the lovely. only. <laughs> and it's nice to see you for a second time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and last, she's now dead to me. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. Awkward pause. Uh, <laughs> I'm dead, so I can't. You know. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh, so no, Billy Porter. So we we're all for that. Yeah. Mm. Do you also uh, tea on that? Is I don't know if they were inspired by or oh, um, I saw that. the extravaganza. Mm. Um, you know, Paris is burning. I do. Okay, so oh, I want to say I can't even remember whoever that who whoever was the mother of the extravaganzas in the eighties. They went um, to um, a ball. Yeah, and I reckon it was Ben de la Creme who actually posted it from memory, and um, <clears throat> they had a similar look to what Billy Porter did, and it was like everyone was like, "Oh, paying homage to extravaganza," and like how like it's taken a you know good 20 30 years but like well done good job like we're going in the right direction mm. so um yay billy porter woo! it looks great and i want one in several different colors mm. and that's gonna be Emerald. my yeah, yeah. <gasps> i look like a leprechaun you want fiddle to mm. my potatoes uh what was the other one that i wanted to talk about olivia coleman uh, of course oh my goodness it's genuinely quite stressful <laughs> <laughs> i just <laughs> Just like the whole it's great. thing. It's very easy to do an impression of you. you. Just like act shy and then say something really like shy and rude. Food, yeah. Yeah. Oh god, I'm just. If I forget, if I forget who I'm, if I forget to thank you, I'll just snog you later. I was like, oh, yeah. babe, all right. You know who I bet she didn't snog? Lady Gaga. Glenn Close. Oh. Who is a big loser still? <laughs> what a loser. Yeah. Well, at least she's not Meryl Streep, just winning them constantly. Yeah, because that would be terrible. No, but it's like Meryl who? Meryl's only won three Oscars. Let's all calm down. <laughs> she's been nominated for 21. Exactly. 21. 21 Oscars. How many? 
21 Oscars. 21? 21 Oscars. Oh, 21. 21 Oscars. Oh, oh Statistically, she loses more than she wins. Yes, she does. You know who else loses more than they win? Who? Me! <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't this time. I'm a winner. What? Oh, we talking spoken about your competition. Thank you for acknowledging that I was in a competition. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, so I did Lip Sync Wars, and I, I won my heat. And <laughs> I'm going to the finals. Semi, sorry, semi-finals, which are in London on this Friday, which is Friday the 1st of yes, March. Yes, And I will, oh, fingers crossed, win that. And then if I win that, I go to the sunny lights of Birmingham uh, and then compete in the competition final, which is located in Birmingham. And I will hopefully win that and then win 2,000 pounds. I'd just like to confirm that that was you trying to do a Birmingham accent. Oh, that was definitely 100% a Birmingham accent. Yeah. Go on, say say any other word. (laughs) Any other word. Any other word. Give me a word. Uh, Stump. Oh, stump. Is that, was that? Stump. There's no P. There's no P. No, just stump. <laughs> stump. I'd like to formally apologise to Whitey Black and all of the uh, drag queens and kings in Birmingham for disrespecting you in such a manner. Uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully I get through. Hopefully I get to go up there. That'd be lovely. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, so I did my heat at Halfway to Heaven and uh, everyone was like, really gagged and really enjoyed it and Tia Coffee was supportive of me um, and what I was doing and I was like, oh, do you think this routine is going to be good? Because I did a bit of a, what are they called, like a blue number, like it was a little bit more risque and a little bit more like, it would be more East London drag as opposed to Central London. How blue are we talking? Are we talking New Year's Eve blue? Not New Year's Eve blue, Mm. it was more... It was more like, you know, an Easter party blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seasonal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't want to get too vulgar, but I did some inappropriate things on a stage on New Year's Eve that were more East London based um, mm. than uh, Soho. But yeah, so I did, I, I did a routine and I was a bit nervous because I knew that it had uh, a theme in, uh, across there. And I'm not going to say it out loud because I don't want to spoil it for Friday. In case someone decides to come, uh, all your Swedish fans. All three of them. <laughs> We've got three Swedish. F- I'm so proud of myself. Uh, so yeah, so I I, I went. Uh, like it, it was so good. I was so happy with it. I'm so happy with how it turned out. Mm. And then <clears throat> I was also happy with the fact that I wore shoes. I wore wedge shoes. <laughs> well done. You Thank you. Oh, it, you mean, you I mean, you know the journey I'm on. You, shut up. You know the journey I'm on. I wore <laughs> shoes. I love that you snorted, and I love that you're laughing wow. at me. Wow. I wore shoes. The day you must have been having where you listed your accomplishment as I wore shoes. <laughs> I don't wear shoes in drag. Uh-huh. I, I don't wear shoes. I've never liked the idea of wearing shoes. I feel like they're too restrictive. Mm. So do you just like show us your tight-covered foot, or do you have a bare foot? Or oh. a sock? <laughs> Not wearing tights. No tights. Nothing about just me. A is, sock? <laughs> yeah, no. just, just, it depends on the night, doll. Right sock. <laughs> just one sock and one barefoot because Ooh, why not? Just a Veruca Mix blast. it up. <laughs> <laughs> Mix it. Oh, so yeah, I, I I bought some wedge heels. I bought some high heels, but I think they're a size too Were big. Were they Cuban heels? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I I bought them, and I think they're a size too big. And the reason I say I think they're a size too big is halfway through the routine, I did a, bis- a bit of a leg kick, Ooh. and 
not one, but both of my shoes went flying what into the audience. Both your legs in the air at the same time. By oh. kicking one leg. I I kicked one leg. I went. I kicked. Like a pike, like a well, I kicked one leg into the. <laughs> <laughs> Stop judging me. To the follow leap. <laughs> so I did it. Yeah. So I did a leg kick, and the first shoe went flying <laughs> off into the air, and then I did like my my second foot went backwards, if that makes sense, like up to my butt. You know how like when you like when you kiss someone and you swoon and your yes. knee, your leg goes back up mm. and it's like ah. so I did the the second leg at was, the same time as was doing the, same the leg time. kick yeah and so one went into the audience and the other one sort of went toward the oh. DJ booth mm. so you kind of do like the Charlie Brown from the Cha Cha Slide yeah so none no, none of I don't know what that means but yeah it's, bit, it's kind of like oh, a bit of a Charleston one leg up one and you go back yeah. and then the other yeah yeah I was I was being multi skilled you, you do know the Cha Cha Slide though right I do know the Cha Cha oh, Slide yeah. I'm I'm I am white so I do know that um, but <laughs> <laughs> so I did I did um, I did that and I almost hit something wrong in the face and something was just like looked at me and was like you are so lucky I like you and she had been doing drag since 10am that morning so she was already in a mood where she's like I love you but also step away from me because I've been in drag since 10am like get the way um, but yeah so I was like oh my god I'm so sorry and she's like no it was funny because like I literally saw it go off your foot and then it was gone and I was like oh my god like you don't anger like tea or coffee could you imagine me hitting tea or coffee in the face with a shoe yes I'm not saying you do it intentionally, but I could totally picture it. No, I could, you know, I could, I would do it to anyone. Like, I'm a shambles of a human. Mm -hmm. On brand. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I I won that heat, and I'm very proud of that. And it was very surreal, and people said really positive things. The promoter of the venue came up to me after and was like, but Wayne, I'm surprised you didn't show your butt today. Because apparently, I did not show my bottom once. And she was like, what even is this routine? Are you doing something new now? I am you trying are talented to talented on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. And that's what I said. I said to her, I was like, I'm just mixing it up. I'm just showing the judges some versatility. And she's like, Well, I am surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like she's like, You were wearing shoes, you had you didn't get your you ass had, out. You had leggings on, everything was different and enjoyable and, and what, I was like and what look was up was up top. I I was wearing um okay, you know what? I'll, I'll show you a photo and yeah. you can you can say the first thing that springs to mind or you could describe it and the viewers at home can draw it <laughs> with their with their muddy stumps with their muddy stumps there. I, I oh, w- wow okay so viewers at home yeah. you know the smile from the joker yeah no I don't yeah. I do not see that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I saw this photo. I didn't realise this was your look. I said you look like Daria. I was going to say yeah. you look like Zoe Deschanel and Keith Lemon had a baby. <gasps> I'm fine Accurate. with that. I'm fine with that as well. <clears throat> yeah. No, I see that. Yeah, that's fine. You saying. may also notice the 3D glasses that I'm wearing. You pop the lenses out. Uh, was the lens. that to make you look intellectual? Because I wanted to be a librarian. I wanted oh. to be a Ceci librarian. And what do you find in a library? Uh, a library... Um, uh, mostly straws, because it's in a library. It's a straw. Anyway, oh, sounds uh, like it was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm a look queen now, so yeah, that's true. I'm just, <laughs> just turn up to just look at you. <laughs> People just show up and go, "Oh, isn't that beat phenomenal?" And I go, "Yep, I've been beaten, been beaten." <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, so I was standing outside, so uh, more, more. Um, 
I'm not talking about me for a second. I was sure. Standing, thank. <laughs> not on brand at all. <laughs> Thanks, doll. I was I was standing outside, and great. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was that the end of? Your... <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm so sorry. I thought that sounded like a natural place to end your. So story. no, me and Tia Coffee were standing outside having a having a chat and stuff and getting some air and whatever, mm. and then literally five very attractive gentleman callers verbally attacked me in a positive way oh. you got catcalled like they no they were just like they were down at the show and they were like Wayne we saw you downstairs you're amazing rah, rah, rah. like they fangirled over me and I was standing there like oh my god thank you so much. like I genuinely like was like not worried for my safety but aroused Oh yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that the word you. I was yeah. going. I was genuinely. I was like, I've never been more happy in my life to have people randomly run up to me and say positive things. Because I don't like. I don't know about you. I know you probably don't have this. When people say positive things, because people say a lot of positive things. You just want an award, so you probably get a lot of positive stuff. I'm really socially awkward and don't know what to say. I'm like, I just after a while, I just I'm like starts smiling up and like please leave me alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I I grew up in a family where my mum would say, you know what, for a fat guy, you're not too bad. Like, so, like, it would be an insult as a compliment. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up with that kind of stuff. So when people were like, oh, oh my God, you were amazing, I was like, yeah, but was I? Like, where were you? Were you watching? Did you see me throw shoes at something mm-hmm. Mog's face? Like, <laughs> like did anyone else see that? Was, was, I, yeah. was I in my own That's little world? happy. And then they were like, oh, yeah, on brand, on brand. But I just, like... I'm only willing to listen to positive comments if people have paid the £20 meet and greet ticket. Oh, by the way, there will be meet and greets after the show. I will be out in the alleyway behind Two Brewers and I will be meeting and greeting all of the gentlemen callers. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to listen to a song? I mean, after last week and finally hearing Touch My Fire, I don't really care what you put on now. Wait, what? Touch my fire. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing like an emotional grab. No, I was. <laughs> no, I, I was using your chair to rotate my chair. What even? Oh, is okay. So <laughs> you thought we had a connection, didn't you? I thought you just reached out and you were just going to be like, "Touch my fire" from from the contest in the Ukraine in two thousand and five. <laughs> that was the yes. That was my yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I thought about it. I'm pretty sure Javine Hilton is the reason why there's a conflict in Crimea now. When you match it up, it, it actually ah. makes a lot of sense. It really does. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. Touch my fire. Javine. In, in the vagine. If, yeah. Vagina? Vagine Hilton. Yes. It's all symbolic. Oh, her last name's Hilton. I was like, what are you talking about, Javine Hilton? This whole time. This whole time? This whole time? This whole time! And we're not back because we never left. We just listened to Dentento and what else? Brand Cube? Brand Cube. Where we can get all of our e-commerce branding needs. Um, I'm joined in the studio, as always, by Sam Lake. Me. I say, as always, it's whenever she's not got a paid booking. Yeah, also, I'm not going to be here for the next three weeks. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, it's always nice to know during the show that you're not going to be around. I just give you some hands up. Thanks, Dal. Uh, and uh, the talented, award-winning Poppycock. That's quite nice. Thank you. Mm, I mean, it's accurate. It's not nice. It's just accurate. You're a Thanks. success. <laughs> <laughs> Take the compliment. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so, oh, hello. Sorry. He wants to do some ASMR with his My microphone keeps getting an erection. Oh, yes, it does. It's quite bouncy. Isn't it? Mine's I do like bouncy. a bouncy microphone. Okay. It's my favourite thing in the world. Um, so let's do some news. Noise. 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 Got any news for me? Noise. What's, yeah. What's news? Um, it, well, am I permitted to give some Eurovision news? Absolutely. Sure. Okay. How do you feel about Kate Miller-Heinke winning and being representing of Australia? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. It's odd. Thank you. Good. But I thought every song was odd. Also agree. I... I feel like I have so much time and respect and love for Kate Miller Heike. Mm-hmm. I've been doing some of her lip syncs for years, and um, she's a great performer. She is, a but it is the weirdest song I've it's ever. It's so heard. odd. It's like there was a song. The opera happens at Eurovision a mm. lot, and there um, have been some good examples of it. Mm-hmm. Like last year, Estonia's song was really good. Oh, with the Accurate. cool dress. With the yes, with the projections and what have you mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. But hers is like. She's in like a big kind of I don't even s- caterpillar looking dress, Ooh. and then there's somebody on a bendy pole. Oh, that bendy pole is like, giving me life. I mean, I don't. I don't get it. Th- this is the thing. I'm not angry at any of it. I just don't know how I feel about it. Mm. Um, and the song is very odd. But all of but the songs were very odd. It's correct. I would have thought, like, compared to like, Dami, oh, all Dami, of yeah, those Dami, songs, yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, why? Not even try. Yeah. Not even. Um, I like, even Corny Axe was terrible. I mean, Corny Axe. Mm. I don't think it was as bad as people thought it was, but like, I was like, no, you can't send this. Yeah. And I was like, no, no let's no. not. Um, but that's probably not what you're talking about. What? It's you... actually not. No. Okay. What were you going to talk about in Eurovision? Thoughts and feelings about Ukraine. Or like, uh, people, country are you or saying, or are you saying like people are boycotting it? Uh, Ukraine is boycotting it, but not boycotting it. They're withdrawing, and te- technically they're boycotting withdrawing themselves. Yeah, they're saying like, you know what? We're not happy with you, Ukraine. We're leaving. Us, me, being Ukraine, I'm leaving myself. Don't find <laughs> so me because I'm here. So wait, the Eurovision Song Contest is being held in Tel Aviv, and Ukraine yes. has said we do not want to attend. Exactly. I'll take you on a journey. Please. Okay. So in the UK, we had our national selection thing. Okay. Where we choose a song. You had one in Australia. Correct. You with Kate. Uh, that's how most countries choose their songs, mm-hmm. unless they decide to just like pick someone. Like some years we'll go like, oh, Bonnie Tyler, you'll probably not do any anything. Come, 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 come to, come, come, about, to come to laugh. Turkey or wherever it was that year. And so Ukraine just had their national selection. Right. And uh, a lady by the name of Maruv won. It's a really slutty song, but I quite enjoy it. It the words mean nothing. All she keeps saying is like, "I'm I'm I'm very hot. Uh, come here, boy." And that's it. That's basically the whole song. And she's wearing like lingerie, and then there's like legs, and there's like spreading of legs. It's very erotic. But she won, hands down, won the national selection. Yeah. Uh, but then things got like super political. 
Huh. So you know how it's odd sometimes, like if you're on, if you see like somebody being interviewed on a red carpet, yeah. and like they're expecting questions like, "Oh my god, what are you wearing? How do you feel tonight? Isn't it amazing?" Mm-hmm. Uh, it, for some reason, the Ukrainian national selection, they ask everybody like, "So, uh, if a reporter asks you your thoughts on the annexing of Crimea by the aggressor state, what would you say to them?" <laughs> oh my god! And like the judges were like asking this woman, just like, "If somebody asks you, like, is Crimea owned by Ukraine or Russia?" And then she went, "Ukraine, obviously." And then literally the judges stood up and started clapping. Right. Because that's how political they get. So basically they want to make sure that any acts that they send have absolutely zero ties with Russia, which is really hard to do considering they're so close to each other. So naturally you want to have a career, you've got to like tour everywhere. So you might as well go over to neighboring countries. Correct. Basically everyone in the final had some kind of link to Russia, either touring there or something. I think I'm just, this whole conversation is surprising me because I would not have assumed that from my knowledge of Eurovision that it would be that political super political it's all about politics that's why we never win because everyone hates us exactly because we're terrible but yeah it's it's always about politics but you can never talk about politics because this is the thing so unless unless like was it last year or the year before was it like two years ago when when she won she did a political thing Oh, Jamala from the Ukraine. Yeah. That's the judge who asked about Crimea. Yeah. Yeah, but... So this is the thing. You're allowed to have songs where the sub-message is, like, political. Yeah. But you can't explicitly make the reason you're sending the song mm. a political so message. So I can't take a song called Trump. You you can't. <laughs> and listen, see the market for Can it as well. well. Give us a T, give us a U, uh, give us a UMP. <laughs> What's it spell? You know what? Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> it could do very well for San Marino. They send anyone. Literally anything. anyone. So they gave her a contract, this person who won, saying, like, this is your contract to go to Eurovision. But the contract said all of this crazy stuff based because they didn't want her to go. Mm. So it said, like, you have to give up all your shows in Russia. So you have to give up all of this work just so you can have this one performance on yeah, quite a big stage. Um, you have to agree to the staging that we give you. And if you do anything differently, then we'll fine you, I think, like £50,000. A certain whatever amount of money. Whatever the equivalent is in yeah. euros. Um, and uh, she has to pay for the staging the like backup dancers any costume basically the whole uh, operation hard pass. has to pay for it all herself hard pass and they were like if you agree to that then we are happy to send you because you have to have a broadcaster's consent to go to Eurovision um, and she said no <laughs> because she was like I'm not going to be like in the middle of some weird like political I'm not going to be like a puppet so that you can promote some kind of like anti-Russia agenda at Eurovision. I just want to yeah. go and sing my song. So then they offered it to the person who came second and they said no. Then they offered it to the person who came third and they said no. All sort of like saying similar things to the first person who refused. So now Ukraine have had to withdraw because they've over-politicized their national selection. Wow. And so they would have been disqualified by the European Broadcasting Union anyway. That is... Beautiful. That's, that's the, a lot. That's the longest I've spoken on the show without making a joke, I think. And it actually is. Yeah. It's very interesting. Penis. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and she's back in the room. And we're back. Back, yeah. back, back again. Uh, that was yeah. really good. Let's keep that penciled in for the Eurovision Hour special when we just talk about Eurovision. Oh, is it only an hour this year? Oh, it might be three hours. It might be a whole day. I don't know. <laughs> to <laughs> kick you out. Let's, 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 let's not pencil it in. You're away for three weeks, so we'll figure it out. Should we do it live? I mean, from 
Tel Aviv. <laughs> I don't have the money to be able to get there, but sure, let's do that. Okay. Um, Poppy, do you have a news article that you I would like to talk about? I do have a news article. I think it's really cool. Um, so basically, that Stonewall mm-hmm. um, are teaming up with UK Black Pride to drive fame LGBTQ plus support. Love that. I have so much time. Have you been to Black Pride, Sam? No. You need to go. I couldn't go last year. I wanted to, but I was volunteering for the uh, oh, you the would Gets too. Better charity. Yeah, okay. You were being successful. That's being a good person. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I was supporting my BAME brothers and sisters. Great. So whatever. You know. Um, oh, my. It's like, it's legit one of the best experiences of, of my life in London is like going to Black Pride. And because it's something that is um, un- still underrepresented. And the um, UK BAME folk, which is uh, black, Asian, and minority ethnic, yeah. <coughs> um, they still get unrepresent- underrepresented within our LGBTQI plus mm. community, but also within their own community, oh, um, yeah. being Asian or you know black or whatever, whatever have you. And it's just like, oh, they've got enough crosses to bear. Let's like, I mean, the, the, like, let's yeah. the LGBTQ plus like community is just very terrible oh. uh, just like it's like we don't want to be discriminated against but let, let's what just discriminate against yeah stop judging us stop hating on us but also we don't like you because you're different you're too fat you're too ginger you're too ugly yeah you're sam lake you know whatever yeah, yeah people say it's horrible like, thing it's like when people get funny about um <laughs> thank you for the laughs by the way oh you're welcome <laughs> um, it's like when people get funny about trans people and yeah. like so as like gay lesbian people we now have m- most of the the like legal rights we were looking for mm. but like our trans um peers don't way um, behind yeah way behind. and so like i there was this w- this analogy that was like if you're like getting t- coming out of like a sinking ship and your trans friend helps you up the ladder to get out to the top and save yourself so basically how they helped us fight yeah. for, our, for our our rights you don't then just like run off you turn around and help them up the ladder, help them up the ladder. so I just don't, and it's the same with our BAME peers, is that why would we, just because as a, a white cisgender man, I've got what my, I wanted, why would I stop fighting for what other people yeah. need? Mm. And what's her face? It's going to, oh, it's going to irritate me now. <laughs> Good. That was going to be really insightful if you hadn't started with yeah. what's her face. I just said a really nice thing. Um, <laughs> Stonewall, Stonewall riots. Yeah. I want to say Michelle, but I know Marcia. that's... Marsha P. Johnson. 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 Thank you. I knew it was over with an M. Like, the trans woman threw the first brick. Yeah. I also woman read of somewhere. Color. Did you hear this from RuPaul? Because I read on Wikipedia that it was a different trans woman by the name of Sylvia Riviera. That also is... That is also T. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I think it's a, there's some contention. Regardless, if it was Sylvia or um, Marsha, mm. two strong, confident um, trans women of color. Yeah. So, exactly. Not a straight white man like in, not straight. Um, cisgender white man like in the film. In the film that they, <laughs> they tried to like pedal to us. I was like, oh, well done. You put a straight like a cisgender white man. Mm. I think it's it's also normative mm. cisgender. White. Well, that's another thing. This is the I, word I really, heteronormative. No, no, this is the thing I've got. That's got my goat at the moment. Sorry, this is not. All right. <laughs> but Unleash. so I was um talking to someone the other week and I was really drunk and they said, oh. I was like, oh, that's a typical bottom thing to say, as if it was a negative thing. Mm. And I got into this whole thing. Oh, like and mask like, and femme and yeah. like bottom shaming. But but what I don't understand is you femme literally. Femme don't so whatever. But I mean, like, okay. I wouldn't get with him because I'm engaged. But um. Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Are um, you engaged as well? Yeah. I'm engaged. 
Get, oh my god, can I have a high five? Because I'm cripplingly alone! I was going to give you one, but... You're not too far away. I wasn't me. going to give um, you one. Of course you were, thank <laughs> you. And I was fine with that. But um, you literally... I mean, it's very presumptuous for him to assume that I'm a bottom. Yeah. It's not really that presumptuous. Um, but uh, you... You literally require me to do what you... Like, if you're the top that you say you are, you literally require people like me. Mm. Yeah, so why would, you be, why would you be? Why would you be derogatory and like disrespectful? And then it got me onto thinking: Why are straight men? Why do they? Why are they horrendous to women? Exactly. When they mm. literally require, like this is like this is being really clinical. You literally require them to have sex yeah. unless you just want to go home and do it yourself. So why would you be disrespectful? Why would you disrespect anyone? I, is basically what I'm getting at. But I don't know if you've had this, but I've had people because I say that I'm engaged yeah. to a man on stage, um, and I've had some people, not many, but more than I would have thought I would have got by telling people that I was engaged, that it's um, it's wrong of me as a gay man to want to get married because that is something that is a part of straight culture. What? And because it's predominantly for straight people, I should try and reject that. No. Have you had that? No. I've had no, people saying, like, oh, that's, like, a tool of... Not a, not a tool oppression. of patriarchy. A tool of oppression. Like, it's something that straight people want to do. Why are you buying into, like, the idealised view of, like, what a straight relationship I is mean, and I was like there's some truth in that but also I know what you're talking about well, it's, it's also just like I want to do it yeah yeah. It has it's like it's part of mainstream culture it's what we've been brought up with within mainstream society yeah but then like just because like something's mainstream it doesn't mean that like oh no but like when I say mainstream yeah mm. so like but, but there are plenty of straight couples that don't get married there yeah. are plenty of straight couples that do but exactly Gays, you straight. do what works for you for yeah. me and but also like legal protection like I mean we're really fortunate that both mine and my partner's families are brilliant and, and, and love us no matter what but alive. there are some people that <laughs> <laughs> and not in prison <laughs> oh my god but there are some people whose families aren't and if you don't get married when if one of you dies they could literally turn around and reject you because it you happened married. yeah it happened there was a, a english and australian couple that got married in the, in the uk went over to holiday from in adelaide where i'm from in australia mm. and uh, the english partner died oh i read about and yeah. then like died on their honeymoon and then the oh. because there was at this t- at this time um in australia they didn't have uh, same-sex legalized marriage mm. um so he had no rights to the to the body and to like, you know, deal with all of the the shambles that was yeah. you know, coming upon. So I was just like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, you know, yeah. But we've really gone off on a tangent, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Bane folk, yay. Folk. But basically, yeah, I just think it's really wonderful, and I think especially with everything that's happened with Manchester and certain posters this year, it's good that there is. Uh, yeah, certain um, posters. Certain posters. I've, I know the certain posters. Tell, can you explain? So I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I, so I'm very new to the community, so I didn't know much of, of, about this person. Anyway, but there was a, a drag queen in from Manchester who. So they've had, uh, Manchester have decided to put on the black and brown stripes onto their pride celebration right. this year to, yep. to show their uh, BAME um, community members that they are supported and, and mm-hmm. you know want to be included and want them to be included. Um, and one of these queens um, put, had a poster with um, the uh, is it seven colours rainbow flag? Sure. Yeah. The old sure. one, the old one. Seven colours, um, and then had a unicorn throwing up the black and brown stripes. Oh, I have heard about this. Yeah, and so then it it was this whole thing. So, you know, things that the fact that there are people like Stonewall who are, let's face it, like a huge pillar of our existence yeah. and how we yeah. are able to exist. Um, for them to literally be like, 
we are putting ourselves here and saying this is what we are we should be doing yeah it's annoying that it should take a huge group like that to to say you should be doing this but mm. unfortunately it has but it's amazing that they are yeah and i just like the story it's not, it's not the first time that we've spoken about the old black and brown stripes on the flags on this show i no. still don't understand why people are getting a huff about yeah yeah no i don't Rainbow get it flags either. for everybody exactly ridiculousness you don't, you don't like it don't look at it yeah avert your eyes it's not that hard no it's if really it's not, not for you just accept well, that and move well, on well also we're you know, except white privilege and the fact that we're just included in everything just because we're white. Yeah. And, mm. and, and that, which isn't right, but apparently is the way the world yeah, is at the it's moment. Yeah, it's a little bit of assuming the flag works for everybody, but it's us saying like, no, you're covered in this, but... But if they not, don't feel covered... Yeah, so, then they're not. And you can't tell someone how they feel. Exactly. So if they don't feel covered, we should do something about it. I feel bloaty. Do you feel gassy? It's the chicken you had before you came in. How dare you tell you people me, that I had chicken? You asked me to buy you the chicken. I was <laughs> too lazy to get off of my couch. Because I knew that if you didn't have a reason to get off the couch, there was a good chance I wouldn't be let into the studio. I almost didn't let Poppy into the studio. See? She was on the toilet. I was on the toilet. Getting ready wow. for chicken. No, 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 you telling me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have bowel movements and I eat fried chicken. Oh, and we've come back to Gillian McKeith, thank goodness. <laughs> and you're welcome. Uh, let's, oh, do you want to hear something that I saw? Um, nope. One <laughs> oh my God, I just stopped snorting. <laughs> Help. Uh, okay, I saw a a lovely woman from America. Her mm. name her name was Michelle Kreider. Michelle Kreider posted a video online about herself. She's a service, uh, a she food service, yep. food service woman, and uh, she was working in a restaurant. And you know, when you're working as a wait as wait staff, you're cordial and stuff. In America and in the UK, you ask for tips. You know, you there is a expectation that you'll get tips because you don't get. But in America, tipping's like a lot more. A lot more, pro- yeah. Salary. Yeah. So there is an expectation that you will get tipped. So in Australia, there's no such thing as tipping. Like you get paid a very good wage, so there's no need yep. for it. <coughs> but in America, tipping is like you said a requirement or like an ex like it's an unofficial expectation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so she had this table that were just sort of being surly and being blah. and so she was just being you know regular just like dealing with their ridiculousness and just went whatever 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 here's your stuff and then on the docket when she got her the money for the bill it said under tips it says we don't tip fags and uh. that's when i was like Okay, thank you for Excuse you. Oh my um, goodness. Like who in in 2019? Like you can be against. Like I don't like great many people. Yeah. I'm not xenophobic or racist or homophobic or anything or sexist or anything. I don't like. Well, not for the last Indivi- six minutes. Individual. No. no. <laughs> Give it three minutes and I'll yeah. be I'll be all kinds of sexist. But no, I. I, I hate individual people because I'm a horrible person. I'm Australian. That's what we do. You're awful, yeah. Yeah. But it's that must I'm not going to thank you, Dom. <laughs> um, bring the tash back. Now, but I don't, I don't understand how you can be so hateful to someone that you, don't one, know. deny them, like, part of their wage, mm. but then also have the nerve to go to write it down on a piece of paper. Like, that takes an extra level of, like, malice. It's so cowardly to write it knowing that they're not going to see it until you've already left. Yeah. So you get to leave feeling like, well, I told them, not giving them the right to reply. Exactly. about that last week. Um, It's awful. (sighs) People are garbage. Speaking of people who are garbage, 
Sam Lake, anything worth promoting? Why? 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 <laughs> um, oh, why, Delilah? <laughs> um, I must have something to plug. Well, I'm doing on Friday, I'm doing Lip Sync Awards at Two Brewers, so please come down. I think it's from... I want to say it's from 10pm, but I think I'm going to be there from 8 anyway. So just get there when you get there and let's get drunk together. It's going to be a laugh. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a shambles. Uh, Poppy Kong, do you have anything worth mentioning? Uh, so if you if you have a Brighton in Brighton, I'm there at the Queen's Arms every Saturday at 6pm. Also, um, I'm doing a show with Ripley, uh, who I love to pieces. I'm doing her show, um, Like a Sturgeon, especially for EU, at the Royal Foxhall Tavern Lovely. on March the 15th. Um, tickets are... A number of pounds, I can't remember. I think it's seven. <laughs> and they are located on a website a which website you also which I will put on my Instagram page. I'm sure it's Lovely. I feel like it's, it's outside it's poppycock. I feel poppycock. like it's outside <laughs> but like let's not let's not say it just because it's not just in case it's not. Or just follow Ripley on Instagram and all the deets are there. What's your details? At it's poppycock. At it's at it's poppycock. Sam Lake, as always, at Mr. Sam Lake. Wait, I have things to plug. Oh, okay, oh. go for it. I'm doing, I'm Not doing a show. No, I'm doing it. It is right this minute. Um, I'm doing the show with Chloe Petz, uh, Household Essentials. That's actually just about it. I was thinking if we have any previews coming up, and I'm not sure we do. Oh, okay. So I'm doing a show at some point. Time, date, location, yeah. price, non, not. N- oh, it will be on my website. Go there. You have a website? Yeah, samlakecomedy.com. Do you really? I do. You have a website and you have not made one for driving you home yet? Oh, I've had that website for ages. Oh, okay. When I was unemployed. Ah. And now look at you. I'm tired all the time. (laughs) Speaking of tired all the time, at the end of the show, please like, favourite, rate, subscribe, driving you homo, at driving you homo. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to Sam Lake because he loves talking to people. I read them. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.